the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Tonight's Andrea K. Show. Happy Monday. Oh, my. Yeah. We don't have any special Monday music or special Monday uh, sound effects for you guys. In fact, as I was I was posting on the socials earlier that uh, I was so busy today. Have you ever had one of those days where you're so busy that you literally forgot what day of the week it was? And, and that's what, what today was like for me. And then I realized I got to come in and share this time with you guys, especially as we're rolling into Thanksgiving this week. Uh, it's, you know, I ponder long before I get to the turkey on Thanksgiving, I start thinking about things that I'm thankful for. I try to live my whole life in a state of gratitude. Um, be, be anxious. Uh, don't be anxious for anything and all things in prayer and petition with Thanksgiving. Make your request known to God. So I try to live in a state of gratitude. And so I want to start this tonight's show and start this week by letting you guys know how very, very much I appreciate you so much out there. I do. I may not have a chance to respond to every comment, every message I get. Um, but it doesn't mean that I don't love you guys so much. So here is me blanket telling you guys my blanket message, telling you guys how much I absolutely love you and adore you and grateful to have you guys here with me tonight. Before I go any further, I got to bring in this man. I'm super grateful to him. He's part of my blessings journal every day. It's the man who keeps the show rolling every night of the week, holiday or not, Monday or not. It is DJ Potato Skins. Yeah, throw a blanket this way. <laughs> throw a blanket what you cold in there man oh no you're just hanging out blanket statements so, you know, throw a blanket my way <laughs> all right no, i appreciate you too very thankful for you thanks um 888-344-1170 kind of kind of with so many different topics to get into tonight and i've got a pop i've got a couple of pop culture questions for you guys related to everything that's kind of happening in the world we are going to be talking about um the politis politicalization of the shooting at the nightclub. It's being referred to as the shooting at the LBGTQ nightclub. Of course, we're they're highlighting this is what happens with the Democrats. They highlight if the victim is, checks a one, it, hopefully more boxes for them, then anytime there's any kind of tragedy or issue, then they get to politicize it. And that's what's happening with this. And I find it grotesque. There was a time in this country where we didn't do that, where we didn't immediately have the mainstream media and the left uh, rushing to blame an entire group of people and their political beliefs before f- families had been notified and certainly before they'd even been removed from the crime scene. So we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight. Um, we've also got breaking news in terms of who is this special counsel guy that Merrick Garland put it, 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 it stranger to Americans, right? Hadn't heard of this guy before as part of the DOJ. Well, he's not necessarily a stranger. He's part of that deep, that uh, that deep state, that swamp. 
I think, and I'm not actually sure that that's a good analogy anymore. It is more like the cockroaches. And the idea it was for five years is that there was just a few at the top, a few at the top. And it's like, here we've got another cockroach, cockroach coming to the forefront in the position of special counsel. We're going to talk about that later on with Tom DeBacaro. You're going to recognize, you don't maybe recognize his name, this Jack Smith guy is going to be the special counsel. But let me tell you, you will recognize the names of the people that he worked with in the past. And the tyranny that he was involved in, you're definitely going to recognize that. And then it might make you wonder whether or not Trump really does have to worry about an indictment in order to stop him. They can't beat him, so they got to indict him. In fact, they're hysterical today. We're going to talk a little bit about Twitter tonight because, oh my gosh, Elon Musk has actually let Donald Trump and others back on Twitter if they if that continues, Twitter just might not be able to control the outcome of the elections. We can't let that stand. We got that to talk about. What luxury brand put out an ad campaign involving toddlers and um, BDSM? I think it's called, which is bondage. I don't even. I don't even know what BDSM stands for. And yet they're using toddlers in their ads. So we've got much to talk about. I've got. Uh, let's start with one pop pop culture question for you guys as we I wasn't really sure what to open with because we've also got breaking news coming out of Arizona and the and the election thievery I'm and I'm not even sure that we're we're right to continue to call what's going on in our elections as theft or stolen more like rigged more like rigged going on in some ways there is theft and stealing stuff in fact there's breaking news out of Breitbart of a massive widespread fraud uh, election fraud uh, situation that went on in Philly back in 2018 and 2019. Oh, but for, you know, how convenient in some ways that Shapiro himself, the AG Shapiro in Philadelphia, just now filing these charges against this person. You mean to tell me this has been going on for years and you just now found out that some dude in Philly was using fake signatures involving elections? Come on now. Come on now. Um, I think in terms of opening, I think I'm going to open with Arizona. You want to know why I'm going to open with Arizona? Because nothing matters if our elections don't matter. Nothing matters if our elections don't matter. Let's get into a little bit of the information. As people continue to do an autopsy, and by the way, they wouldn't be this hysterical about Trump going back on Twitter if they didn't know that he could beat their butts in 2024. No, they'd they, let it go. Yeah, they'd let it go. They'd be like, okay, great. He's running for office yeah, he in 2024. Lost, again, <sighs> they'd be like, this is such a godsend to Twitter. Come on, man. Come back on here. Here's uh, some stats that has to do uh, with the midterm elections that you will not hear from Paul Ryan. You will not hear from Mike Pence. You will not hear from Kevin McCarthy. You will not hear from Ronnie McDaniel. Democrats received 10, and this you will you will hear from Charlie Kirk. I got these stats from him. He and his team are really into the stats and the numbers, which is great. And you can listen to Charlie every night after my show. Democrats received 10 million, 10 million less votes in 2022 than they did in 2018. Republicans received 3 million more, a 13 million vote swing. Yet we lost? Really? Don't, he says, don't let anyone tell you Republicans didn't turn out. They did. It was early mail and harvesting in about 20 key districts. We will fix this. We, we better. But you know what? You're saying we, Charlie, but you're not really in the position of power to actually fix it. And the problem for us as voters is we can vote in people that will promise to fix it all day long, but then don't. We still got Kevin McCarthy and his leader 
Con- Congressman Norman today out of, out of South Carolina said, I can tell you right now, I am not voting for Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House. Not doing it. He says he went to he went to Kevin McCarthy and Kevin McCarthy to, to try to get him to back off of his 20 year something debt plan or what it was to spend, 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 spend. Com- uh, Norman, Congressman Norman was trying to get him to agree that he would you know cut the spending and he refused. Charlie Kirk goes on to say, how can any honest Democrat, well, first of all, find me an honest Democrat. How can any honest, yeah, I said it. How can any honest Democrat want the Arizona election certified when at least 70 of 223 voting centers in a county with 62% of Arizona's voters experienced errors and malfunctions resulting in multi-hour wait lines on election day? Where are the defenders of democracy now? Here's what Carrie Lake had to say about the situation in Arizona. And 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 let me tell you, when you listen to her, be be, be aware that this is why they're trying to stop her. She's just this MAGA clip eight. Half of voting centers that opened for the first time on election day, where the overwhelming majority of voters were voting for Carrie Lake, were not operational or had significant failures. Would you get on an airplane if half of the engines didn't work? Would our friends in the media be able to broadcast their nightly propaganda if only half of their studio equipment was working? Mm -hmm. The 2022 general election in Arizona was botched and broken beyond repair. Thankfully, the attorney general's office is demanding answers from Maricopa County. Attorney General Mark Brnovich is taking the first steps necessary to remedy this assault on our democracy. This isn't about Republicans or Democrats. This is about our sacred right to vote, a right that many voters were sadly deprived of on November 8th. Tens of thousands of you have reached out, pleading with me to fight this fight. Rest assured, I will, because if we give up now, we will no longer have a country. Attorneys are working diligently to gather information. Whistleblowers are coming forward, and the curtain is being lifted. Whether done accidentally or intentionally, it is clear that this election was a debacle that destroyed any trust in our elections. Arizonans who choose to make their voice heard on Election Day should not be disenfranchised or punished for choosing to vote in person. Yet they were. I want you to know, Arizona, I will continue fighting until we restore confidence and faith in our elections. She's absolutely spot on. We are not a country if we're going to continue to allow this. They don't want you focused on this today. It's another reason why they're hammering all day long. Right now, local news, we got a hot dog vendor. Hot dog vendor, turf war turns violent. <laughs> that's, what our, that's what our local news is talking about tonight. Let me tell you, I love a lucky dog in New Orleans. That's, that's our like street vendors in New Orleans, a lucky dog. I love me a lucky dog. And I could understand if somebody tried to set up shop next to a Lucky Dog vendor, it would get ugly on the streets in New Orleans. But is that the number one story tonight, really? This is what we're talking about? We need to be talking about the future of this country because it is gone. I'm happy to report, though, that from Charlie Kirk's information, Republican turnout was big. We cannot, it wasn't big enough. We needed more people to get out. 
But what she said was absolutely true, because one of the things that she said that you shouldn't be punished because you voted same day in person. And so we have to be careful as Republicans to not jump on board this. Oh, the solution is early voting. The solution is because then then the Democrats, that just gives them what they want. We need a return to same day, everybody same day with ID, paper ballots. This is a what the what the takeaway here should should be is a return to same day, not the Repub- Republicans going well. This is just why we we need to embrace the mail in ballots and embrace the absentee ballots and embrace the early voting. It's one thing if you want to make an argument to me that while those systems until we can change it in a state with a Republican governor and Republican legislatures to same day voting that we've got to win the ground game. I get that. But I don't like the idea of embracing it because we have a right to, first of all, it needs to be same-day voting, but we shouldn't be punished for same-day voting. And and some people are blaming Carrie Lake, saying, well, it was a tell. They basically, they telegraphed what their what their game plan was, which was to um, every day sh- everybody show up same day because that way the Democrats couldn't realize what the deficit was and try to overcome it with mail-in ballots. Here's some, some of the things that was in the letter uh, to the um, with the uh, AG demanding answers because I, I don't know if I would rather think that this was intentional than to think that the, that this is the level of incompetence that the American people would be willing to withstand. So we already know people show up there and they wait for hours, then they go inside to vote, and the machine won't tabulate right. The the the, the can't cast their ballot. Then they're given this other thing to, to, to vote with. And then the machine, you know, wouldn't count it. So then they're, then they're told to go and put it over in a box, right? Um, so what they were told to do, and these were the people that actually stayed and vote. Many people checked in, were told to go to another ballot station uh, center, and then they hadn't checked out. That's a separate, that's, I don't know how much was addressed here. But one of the things they talked about um, was that Maricopa County appears to have failed to adhere to the statutory guidelines in segregating, counting, tabulating, tallying, and transporting the door three ballots. These were the ballots that were put behind door three because the machines weren't working. Maricopa County has admitted that in some voting st- locations, door three non-tabulated ballots were commingled with tabulated ballots at the voting location. Hmm. Incompetence? Door three not, uh, were commingled. Further, we have received a sworn complaint from an election observer indicating that more than 1,700 door three non-tabulated ballots from one voting location were placed in black duffel bags that were intended to be used for tabulated ballots. This is a complete disaster. And if you Democrats don't want to hear any more from us about election integrity, y'all sick of hearing it, then how about you get on board with saying that the Arizona results should not be certified? Absolutely no way. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back. We're going to shift gears, and we are going to talk about the politi- politicalization of the shooting in Colorado and how the Democrats are using and exploiting the dead bodies to push their LBGTQ agenda. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The Answer, San Diego. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I was thinking before the show we were talking because somebody left a, a pumpkin pie here. Somebody brought in a pumpkin pie. And uh, we were talking about it before the show because there was a couple of us here 
that are just not, I, I know, brace yourselves, there's a couple of us here that are just not big fans of the pumpkin pie. Okay, so that got me wondering if there's other people out there where there's like, a, a, you know, a, a traditional Thanksgiving food that's like on every Thanksgiving table and you're just not so much of a fan of it. In addition to pumpkin pie, I would tell you, because and I grew up in the South, there were there were years we, we didn't have a pumpkin pie at all. If we did have anything, it was pecan pie. And if we had anything light, it was sweet potato pie. Mama would make a sweet potato pie, not a pumpkin pie. Um, other than that, I would tell you one thing that was never on the table in my house growing up, and I don't like to see it when I go to other people's places for Thanksgiving, is the green bean casserole in the can of cream of mushroom soup. I don't even want to see that anywhere near me. Do you have one, Skins? Do you have like a no, Thanksgiving? No, I, I love 99% of the traditional Thanksgiving uh, festivities on the table. Okay. All right. You're so easy. Are y'all- I love turkey upon turkey upon turkey. All right. Well, 888-344-1170. Is there like a food? Are you like me? And then people look at you if you don't want to eat the green bean casserole when you go over. People think you're crazy, right? Or if you tell people you're not a big fan of pumpkin pie, they're like, what? Um, 888-344-1170. Another convo we had before the show is people out here don't eat ambrosia. Do you, do you even know what ambrosia? I know what it is. Never had it. Never had ambrosia salad. 888-344-1170. Who's had ambrosia salad? And who can even... Uh, no, if I say who can tell me what ambrosia salad is, people will start Googling. Anyway, um, all right. Uh, this Colorado shooting, five dead, many people injured. Um, I just can't even imagine the kind of horror uh, that took place in, in that shooting. Hat tip for the fact... And this was a well-known gay club. It was the night before. I guess there was a drag show going on. This was the night before the Transgender Day of Remembrance. It seems pretty clear that the guy came in there um, because he, you know, wanted to shoot up some gay people, but that hasn't been confirmed, um, and they have not filed any charges yet. What I find, um, and to me, when I hear this, the first thing, I don't care whether or not, y'all know, y'all longtime listeners of the Andrea K. Show know, I don't like the hate crimes legislation because my heart doesn't break anymore because somebody checks a certain identity box if they've been a victim of a crime, particularly murder. I don't, I don't, I don't have any additional sympathy. And I resent that we're supposed to feel such an additional level of sympathy or we're supposed to have such an additional horror over something like this because it involved, because the victims were from some particular identity box. And it's just really disturbing to me to hear the politis- politicalization going on with this. I think before I go to the phones, because there's somebody who wants to call in and answer my question about uh, the Thanksgiving, I do want to give a shout out to this. Let's do this. And then we'll talk a little bit uh, throughout the show about the politicalization. I want to shout out to this army veteran who claims he's not getting enough. He's not getting enough media. He should be all over all these TV stations. It's a, it, and it's probably because. He's um, a former vet, right? Um, a Mr. Fierro, 45. He left the Army in 2013. Um, he's sitting there with his wife and his daughter and friends on Saturday watching a drag show. I've been to drag shows before. Don't at me. I can share with you more about that in the past. It's, it's for adults, by the way. But anyway, I just, I'm just saying that because I, you know, I don't judge him for being there with a, at a drag show. He's there with his family. He says, I, I don't know exactly what I did. I just went into combat mode. I just know I have to kill this guy before he kills us. He goes, dude, the shooter's 300 pounds, 300 pounds. 
um, this guy goes up, drags him back, and just um, when he, in the course of yanking him down, the guy's uh, rifle or whatever his his shotgun or whatever he was using goes flying off. But before he thought in the moment, before I go to try to retrieve that, then he notices the guy had a handgun. He yanks the handgun out of his out of his hand and beats him on the head with it until he knocks him unconscious. Talk about a hero move. Talk about a hero move. This is who I think, by the way, that should be highlighted today instead of all the politicalization going on here. It looks like Larry it didn't stick around on the line. Um, he wanted to weigh in. He didn't like the green bean casserole. Uh, he didn't say he didn't like it. He <gasps> said he wanted to weigh in. Oh, he wanted to weigh in. Well, Larry, why'd you hang up? I was going to go Maybe to you. Maybe he's and get- a fan of the green bean casserole. All right. Well, I don't know that I want anybody to call in and argue with me about the green bean casserole. I do love. See, you know what it is? I love green beans. I love to roast green beans. I don't like green beans out of a can. Well, maybe there needs to be a green bean casserole made with fresh green beans. Somebody needs to somebody needs to do an updated version of the green bean casserole. Roast those suckers. Do like maybe a little almondine, like a trout almondine sauce which is like a Meniere, you know what a Meniere sauce is? Do like maybe maybe in a Meniere sauce and then throw some of them crispy onions on top of it. That's just my, that's my idea there. 888-344-1170. Larry ran off. He was probably scared to confront me over to green beans. He was scared. A little bit of the politicalization. Um, by the way, we're, we've another breaking news story today that I actually think is really timely in terms of crimes. This is white collar crime stuff. The Chrisleys got sentenced today. Todd Chrisley and his wife, I don't remember her name because I didn't watch the show. They got a lot of jail time today. A lot of jail time today. Our good friend of the show, political analyst as well as attorney, Wendy Patrick is going to be here after the break to give us her take on it because I find it absolutely short, absolutely extraordinary. And then we'll, later on, we'll get back to the politicalization of this Colorado spring shooting and what's going on with this luxury brand and children in a BDSM ad, um, I find it very curious that this couple got this much jail time. And my question is regarding this story, where's Hunter? Where's Hunter Biden? Stay tuned. This is the Andrew K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego, FM 96.1 North County, and streaming all over the world. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Big celebrity news today. Um, maybe not for everybody. I'm not sure that everybody's heard of Todd Chrisley. And <clears throat> I think the show was Chrisley Knows Best, maybe. Um, they were out of Georgia. It was a reality show. Many people thought when the show first aired that they were going to be kind of like the Kardashians because they were super big personalities. I watched one episode maybe because they're in Georgia. I got family in Georgia. And I could, true, true story, y'all, true stuff. I remember thinking to myself, how in the world did these people amass this kind of money off of a furniture store? Because I had good friends of mine whose family owned furniture stores in Florida and beyond, and they weren't exactly driving Rolls Royces. Okay, well, then today they ended up indicted in 2019, and today they got convicted. Of course, throughout the, the whole process, the last couple of years, they've been saying they was innocent, they didn't do anything wrong, you know. Uh, they were framed, I think, was one of the things that they said. Well, today they got sentenced. He got 12 years. 
uh, wife got seven years. And I'm no um, criminal lawyer, but I know a good one. I know someone who is, and she joins me now. Of course, it's San Diego's favorite political and legal pundit. It is Dr. Wendy Patrick, and she joins me now. Hey, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Hey, Andrea, it's always such a pleasure to join you. Well, thank you. Before we get into this legal story, because I'm curious about this, because it, that's a really harsh penalty, and I'm wondering if they're going they're somehow wanting to make this uh, 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 about politics, if, that, if there isn't politics behind it. I got to ask you my question of the night, which is there like a, 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 a everybody's favorite Thanksgiving dish that you don't like? Like for me, it's pump. I don't like I'm not a fan of pumpkin pie or that green bean dish that people make. <laughs> you know, Andrew, mine is turkey. I really don't like turkey. <laughs> that is so funny. You know what, though? I am all about the stuffing. So oh, everybody yeah. else can pass the bird around and loosen up with comfort food. I'm the only one awake after the meal. <laughs> you know what? You are such a one-of-a-kind person that, you know what, I'm not at all surprised that the one thing that, uh, that everybody loves, you're like, uh, meh, I'll pass on that okay so so Todd Chrisley okay 12 years I I, okay look and I and I'm not an apologist for anybody I don't take sides when it comes to the law you break the law and I expect you to go down right so I'm not sympathizing with them but I was shocked by the weight of these sentences Wendy Patrick what say you on this story you know, the the problem with what, first of all, you know, it, it went on for a long period of time. There was a, a number of aggravating circumstances, but I'm going to start with the, something kind of that you teased up right at the beginning. So of uh, this reality duo, Todd apparently was the heavy, which means, you know, the mastermind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the IRS is like the DMV. Taxes are the great equalizer. Everyone has to pay them. And one of the other things that really kind of makes this case a little bit unique is that, you know, we forget, first of all, that that tax fraud, that's not a victimless crime. Mm -hmm. That impacts taxpayers that pay their fair share, the American Tax Service, fund services to Onyx taxpayers. Listen to the chronology here. You had apparently more than $30 million of fraudulent loans, as well as a number of tax crimes, then the bankruptcy, then the reality TV show, and and not declaring the money. So this was an, an aggravated and prolonged course of conduct that lasted for many years. That's what the prosecutors laid out here. And, and Andrea, that's what makes it different than other cases of tax fraud that have made the news. And I have to say, you know, for this couple, I mean, the wheels of justice have turned slowly, but today the hammer fell. Wow, it did. And if you, I don't know if you guys follow any of the housewives, but there's funny memes and gifs going around today about Jen Shaw watching this because she's about to be sentenced next month for her, um, her fraud schemes, um, defrauding the elderly. And, you know, I just, yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan of, of obviously of our tax system. I don't like it at all. I think we're overtaxed to the hilt, but this, you, you don't do this. And I, and the one thing I, where I might disagree with you or not might, but I do disagree with you there. I think it should be that the hammer falls evenly on us and that we all have to pay it. But there's too many that get away with not paying their taxes while these two get 12 years, right? Um, You know, uh, we've, there's been many high level Democrats that uh, got away with, uh, I I think to this day, doesn't Al Sharpton still owe $3 million in taxes? (laughs) Right? Um, There's, yeah, we, Andrea, the thing is, if you get convicted under the same exact circumstances, you should you should serve the same exact sentence. The point you're making is no different than the point 
I'm making is that you have to judge everyone under the law. Now, mm-hmm. the problem in actually trying to make that consistent, now we, we saw this during the Varsity Blues scandal, which I think that you and I talked about as well, yeah. is it's virtually impossible to go behind the scenes into everybody's private case files and work product and really know the answers that we would like to know as to why doesn't it seem fair that celebrity couples either serve more or less time? Remember, celebrity justice, I mean, that goes both ways. You have some people that argue, well, if you're famous, you know, you get a more lenient sentence. And then there are some that say, well, if you're famous, you seem to be treated more harshly. But what you and I and our listeners don't really know is everything that went into these sentencing decisions. Judges make records and they make very good records, Mm -hmm. but there's never been a case where we're completely satisfied (laughs) from everything we know that it was fair. There's going to be two sides to every one of these types of stories. Well, we're talking to Dr. Wendy Patrick, legal and political analyst on this Chrisley story. Okay, so I guess, I mean, her uh, wifey's uh, uh, attorneys argued that she shouldn't face any jail time whatsoever. Um, But uh, and and so I don't know why she got seven years, because I thought, uh, uh, did they not understand that there's federal sentencing guidelines? And I mean, help me to understand the difference between no jail time and seven years. Yeah, yeah. So they actually, they're, they're, they were calculated under federal sentencing guidelines, which provided, as you point out, a range. And so they have to be sentenced within that range. Now, having said that, defense, you know, I started my career as a defense attorney. Nobody that knows me as a prosecutor would believe that. But <laughs> and, you know, you always have to do what you can to protect your client from the most severe sentence. And that's why you see defense attorneys making all of the, all of these arguments. Well, maybe the sentence should be suspended. Maybe they should be staggered. Remember that? That was one of the things argued in this case. Well, we don't want both, you know, both husband and wife in in jail at the same time. But ultimately, you know, judges make their decisions based on the facts and the evidence. And, you know, this was a a unanimous jury verdict. So they're in a very different position. I got to tell you another thing, Andrea, that stuck out to me uh, when I read about this case. Uh, not showing remorse. You know, it's Mm. one thing to be convicted. I have to tell you, it makes an enormous amount of difference. And we know this because you and I follow these cases. It makes an enormous amount of difference when somebody falls on their sword, vows to pay restitution, vows to be a better better person and clean up their lives. Neither of these defendants apparently shown any remorse and instead blamed others for their own conduct. That counts for a lot. I have to also say, though, it could have been much worse. Well, but from a strategy standpoint, if you're going to take the position of innocent up front and all the way through, then how do you go, okay, yeah, I did it in the end? Because then it's like, you know, especially if you want, I guess it's too late for an appeal or can they appeal at this point? Well, they, they, they always can, you know, and you, know, you can always ask for reconsideration. And, and the point you just made is what distinguishes criminals that have, like you said, always had no affirmative defenses, basically said it's a mistake, it wasn't me, I was framed. You know, we, we talked about Jesse Smollett as being in that camp where you just can't backpedal yeah. from a trial where you where there was absolutely no guilty with an explanation like people argue in traffic mm. court. That, there was none of that here. And when it gets to sentencing, that's to the disadvantage of defense attorneys that are seeking to find mm. ways to make cases in mitigation. They couldn't do that here as if they, like in many other cases where there was mitigation and there was remorse. But you're right, that would require an admission of guilt. Yeah, tough, tough, tough spot. I got to tell you, you know, I just I, I feel for him and I know I shouldn't because I, I don't know them. I don't know if this was a situation to where 
they went down a bad path and then things just snowballed and they just didn't know how to get out from under it. I don't I know. know why. I think I know why you're having a bit of an issue here. The same thing that I, when I first read about this, is they profess to be Christians. And it's really hard. It, yeah. It's really, really hard to, to see what went wrong along the way that led yeah. them down this path. So my heart goes out to them in that respect. And I hope to God they get reformed and clean up their lives. Hey, and maybe become public speakers as to, you know, why you should never let greed get the better of you yeah. or whatever it is. You and I have both seen people turn their lives around that way. Well, hopefully they will because they do have an opportunity. Do you know where they're going to go? What facility? I don't know. And, you know, sometimes judges make the joke that, you know, they, they only have so much control over that as well. But you know what? I hope it's somewhere where they both are able to participate in pri- prison ministries and just, you know, many white collar criminals that make this kind of money sometimes get blinded by that. Yeah. And I don't know whether that was the case here or not. But I do know that they weren't sentenced to life and they'll be back out and hopefully better for, you know, they say you do the crime, you do do your time. Hopefully when they come out on the back end, they'll be totally different people. Yeah. Speaking of that, I don't know if you remember Gina Champion Kane here in San Diego, the big Ponzi scheme that went on. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, FYI, the American Greed is doing an episode on Miss Gina Champion Kane. The second largest Ponzi scheme in U.S. history was done out of San Diego. I knew Gina Champion Kane. I interviewed her. And a snippet of my interview with her is going to be in their American Greed episode next Tuesday. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm going to have to catch that. Yeah, catch it. Yeah, she was uh, the big developer here. She Well, she had developed the La Jolla Village Shopping Center. She brought House of Blues here to San Diego. She was just a well-known developer, and she started the patio restaurants and Love Surf and all this kind of stuff. And come to find out, she was it was all built on a Ponzi scheme. And um, she was brought down and she she mm. she got 20 something years. But because she was cooperating and a lot of people got their money back, I think she, it, it didn't go as bad for her. So anyway, and you know what? Having been around her as much as I was, I, I you know, I met her parents, um, you know, her sister. Um, I was friendly with her. And I, you know, good people can go bad. Good people can get sucked in. You've got to guard your life. That's that's exactly what friends and family of this couple said, Andrea. They had the same experience. They said this couple made life better for everyone. They were generous. They were kind. It's almost the very same. So you just, what's the common denominator? The the money. Fame, fortune. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the the reasons that you and I sometimes joke that it's God knows what he's doing when he hasn't given us the money we want. (laughs) Or the fame. Right, right. Yeah. free from temptation (laughs) well Dr. Winnie Patrick thank you so much for being here I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and tell everybody about your show Uh, my show is on the same time Andrea's on Saturdays and check us out for our our post Thanksgiving edition this week All right, awesome love you so much thank you for being here even though you don't like turkey All right, honey thank you (laughs) (laughs) bye 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 now All right, y'all stay tuned speaking of Jesus Would Jesus be the master of ceremonies in a gay pride parade? That's what they were saying today in order to try to continue to politicize the shooting in Colorado. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer San Diego, 888-344-1170. I will take your calls next on the Thanksgiving controversy. What traditional Thanksgiving dishes do you not want to be eaten? 888-344-1170. A.K. Dynamite in a dress. Or just Andrea Kay. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Here's from a listener and friend of my dad. I grew up on ambrosia salad. My mom made it every holiday. Okay, then. Okay, so what is in it? Ambro- well, there are different versions in ambrosia salad. Basically, it's a fruit salad. Some people put coconut in it. Some people don't, right? Um, some people put pecans in it. I like mine with coconut and pecans. Sounds like I'd love this. Um, it's so, it, the version I grew up on in the South, um, my aunt um, Juanita um, basically, you take a bunch of different t- kinds of fruit and you cut it up all equal sizes. And then you put pecans in there. I always like coconut mine, but my, my brother didn't like coconut, so he had to have it out of there. Uh, Aunt Juanita always put sour cream. She mixed sour cream. Uh, Mama always used mayonnaise because Mama didn't like sour cream. So I've had it both ways. So Sounds good both ways, I It's think. basically fruit salad. It's basically fruit salad. And, you know, and it's even yummier. Um, the longer it sits in the fridge, like next day, it's really good. You know, there's a yeah. lot of food that's like that. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it, it, it's, and, and, um, mama would serve it. She'd scoop it up into like, um, they didn't, my parents didn't even drink wine, but mama had these like really nice crystal wine goblets. And so we would, and that's what a lot of people do in the South that don't drink. They use like fancy crystal wine oh, like goblets that. for dessert, you know? So that was kind of. I mean, literally between that and the side dish of sweet, you know, sweet potato casserole, it's like we didn't. Who needed pumpkin pie, right? I mean, we had we had sweets <laughs> mixed in our meal. All right, so the politicalization of Colorado, of course, because the victims in the shooting were part of the gay. Although the the guy that uh, took down uh, the shooter wasn't gay, so there was not just gay victims in the story. But because there was gay people, and this was a well known gay club, of course, here comes the left to politicizing it. And by polit- politicizing it, of course, it's to basically say this is this is the fault of everybody out there. These people are dead because you Christian people out there don't like gay people. That's the narrative going on. And here is Sonny Hostin on The View trying to set the record straight to you crazy uh, Christian people out there. The real deal when it comes to Jesus and gay people clip too. For who they were. And someone came to that place. And that is so sad. And I don't know that they hide behind religion because I said this on this show once before. Jesus would be the grand marshal at the pride parade. Let's stop right there. Let's stop right there. Jesus would be the grand marshal at the pride parade. Skins, you know the Bible? You read Fairly in the Bible. Well. You think where did you see in the Bible that Jesus would be the grand marshal of a pride parade? Unless it's in a separate version, I'm not aware of. Yeah, uh, nowhere. Yeah, this is why it's important as Christians that you know your Bible because they will literally pervert it. They will literally pervert it. And oh, by the way, what I find interesting is you know who else doesn't believes that homosexuality is a sin? Muslims. How is it that that you never hear that ever mentioned? The only religion. That they ever mention, who they they blame for everything, is Christianity, and of course they're also anti-Semitic, but they're not quite as open about that. I find that absolutely despicable. Jesus would not be a socialist, and no, Jesus would not be leading a pride parade. Not only because Jesus, and, and I had this argument the other day: Does Jesus love all? Absolutely. But Jesus went up to that prostitute and he told her to turn away from her sin. You, I didn't hear what you had to say. Oh, he just he just told it straight out like yeah. it was. Sugar coated nothing. He loved the sinner, hated the sin. And you can try to you can try to change the Bible all day long. You can try to burn chapters and things that you don't like, but that it is what it is. Doesn't change it. 
And I would much rather, I would actually prefer you continue to show how much you hate us by calling us bigots than trying to bastardize my religion with this kind of false blasphemous, blasphemy, falsehoods. But they go on to make it even worse. Skins, continue. Oh, continue the clip, yeah. Every argument we have, but here's we weaponize religion. Here's my question, but it's wrong. Mm -mm. If you're so afraid... Why are you going over there? Yeah. If they scare you so much, leave them alone. When stuff scares me, I leave it alone. Okay, let's stop it there, Skins. This is another argument I absolutely hate. That if you disagree with a lifestyle choice or something going on with somebody, you're scared of it. You're just so scared of it. That's so incredibly intellectually insulting. It's absolutely insulting. Just because I disagree with something uh, doesn't make me afraid of it. We don't lack courage. This isn't a courage issue. How dare you try to insult me and Christians as though we we lack courage? No, we've got the courage to stand up for what we believe in in this country. That's what's going on. And you hate us for it. You hate us for it. And oh, by the way, I will tell you, I I don't believe in what they're trying to do is the left wants hate speech legislation so that they can control us. So they have been trying and trying, trying for decades now and getting closer and closer and closer to criminalizing speech. That's what's going on here. I will never, ever agree to anybody connecting any word that comes out of my mouth or anybody else's mouth with an act of violence. It's never justified. There's no way I can ever, I'm never responsible for somebody else's act of violence, no matter what I say that makes somebody angry. But I will tell you that Gays for Groomers had this to say about the situation. I want your guys' reaction. Uh, Somebody named David Leatherwood said, The radical leftist alphabet cult has painted a target on the backs of all LBGT Americans by pushing radical gender ideology and the sexualization of children, which has ruined the reputation of our community. Gays and groomers said, undeniably true. If you want to see gay rights and LBGT people continue to be attacked, just keep sexualizing, indoctrinating, and mutilating kids. Our organization is here to not only protect children, but ourselves as well. Leave the kids alone and we'll all be left alone. They went on to add that radicals are putting our community in danger. Data has shown that acceptance and tolerance of LBGT people has been sharply declining in recent years. And sadly, the tragedy at Club Q is the predictable and expected outcome of the push to sexualize and mutilate children coming from our community and being done in our name. Do you agree with that, Skins? I don't, and and let me tell you why. Because this is basically blaming uh, debate or argument for violence. And I disagree with that. Individual responsibility. Is there some truth to that, though? I think it's more complicated than that. We have to marinate on that. But let's marinate on it and and uh, go take a little break. Get yourself a little something snacky, and then come on back because hour two of the Andrea K Show is on its way. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.